Rio Rancho Radio. 92.9. We are brought to you this morning by Pam Harris's Peak Quail Realty in Rio Rancho, and it is time to find out what is going on in the city of Vision with our mayor, Greg Hull. Good morning, Mayor. Well, good morning, Derek, and it's another beautiful day out there, But and I know we've got a lot to talk about today, but before we do, I want to remind everybody, coming up on August 22nd here real quick, Sunday is fun day. We need everybody to mark your calendars right now. Next Sunday from 12 to 4 at Haynes Park. Sunday is fun day. Don't miss it. It's going to be a great time. We want to see you come out. We're just going to have a great time as a community coming together and celebrating the city's 40th anniversary. So we've got that going on. And if you haven't gotten your mayor's gala tickets, that's on the 28th. So call the Rio Rancho Regional Chamber to get your mayor's gala tickets. So they'll take care of you there. There. And There's get out my, your parachute pants because it's an 80s thing this right, year. Right, so. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, because we've got so much stuff to cover today with the topic of the day, I'm just going to brush upon those things really quickly sure. and remind people, mark your calendars and let's come out and have a great time. Now to the order of the day, as you mentioned, we have a national community survey that you had commissioned for the city of Rio Rancho. Well, let me give you a little back history on this national community survey. The NCS is what we call it. And just so everybody understands the backdrop of this, the city never really did this before I got into office. Now I was elected in 2014. So this gives you the historical perspective in 2014 when i took office the budget for that year was pretty much set that was already done because budgets get approved really close to the election cycle so i was in a runoff by the time i got sworn into office like april 20th and the budget was due right at that time so i didn't have an overwhelming influence on the 2014 2015 budget but in 2015, we made the decision that we were going to include in the budget uh, doing this uh, by every two years. We were going to do this national community survey from this national company that would give us indications on what it was th- that the citizens wanted the most. So we're trying to figure out through these surveys what it is we as a community need to focus on. So this has given us invaluable data that says when we send these surveys out and the citizens complete them and they send the results back, we get this data that really helps us focus on the things that are most important to the citizens of Rio Rancho. And so I've appreciated having this. And so this year is the fourth year that we've done this uh, survey. And uh, let me give you a little bit about it because some people are a little leery of surveys, okay, and polling and so on and so forth. Depending on who's doing what, some people trust the information, others don't. I get it. But the uh, National Community Survey Report, or the NCS, conducted by the National Research Center and POLCO, that's P-O-L-C-O, is about the livability of Rio Rancho. The results are set against benchmarks taken from over 600 cities. The report provides the opinions of a representative sample of 399 residents of Rio Rancho collected from May 13, 2021 to July 1, 2021. The margin of error is 5%. Survey results were weighted so that the demographic profile of respondents was representative of the demographic profile of adults in Rio Rancho. Note, the survey was administered during the COVID-19 pandemic, whereas much of the benchmark data was collected pre-pandemic, overall, the NCS survey 
has a level of confidence of 95%. So it's got a high Pretty level good. of confidence yeah. in this particular survey. So that's the National Community Survey, if you want to go out and do some research, done by the National Research Center and Polco. So you can go out and find out some details on that. And you can go to the city's website, put in the search bar at rrnm.gov, put in the search bar, 2021 NCS survey, and it'll pull it up and you can look at this data directly for yourself. So as we're talking about this, you can literally go to the city's website right now and look at the pages we're talking about if you want to follow along. So it's interesting how it's set up. And and again, they have the benchmarks, but you look at, we'll go to the the first facets of livability. It was just the the first page on here. Yeah. Overall economic health and then there's it goes back to 2015 2017 2019 and 2020 each year you had a survey done correct they can look back and see and then i guess as you said they also compare with other cities correct yeah so the benchmark in this is is the benchmark of other cities so when you look at what the benchmark is that is really what came from other cities what our results show is the trend so the trend of our city. Which you didn't have, of course, in 2015. It was Correct. the first one you did for Correct. Rio Rancho. Yeah. So 2015 set the benchmark for Rio Rancho so that we could see what the trend would be. And as you can see, a lot of our numbers are either holding very, very, very steady or trending upward. So we're moving in the right direction. And uh, as I like to say, Rio Rancho is on a roll. So, <laughs> And so we don't have time to go through everything on here, but you look at the, the facets of livability. Yes. And overall economic health, you look at the numbers and we're up over previous years. And then it goes down to more specific questions. Right. Overall quality of the transportation system, overall design or layout of residential and commercial areas and so on. So folks can go and look at that. Right. But overall, it looks like we're in good shape here. Yeah. So when rated for overall economic health is that originally in 2015, people felt like the economic health of Rio Rancho was not in good condition. So 46% of the people felt it was good or excellent. And remember, these percentages are typically the aggregate of the good or excellent percentages. And so in this particular case, in 2015, only 46% of the people felt like the overall economic health of Rio Rancho was good, okay? Now, what we've seen is we've trended that up, and now in 2021, 63% now feel that the overall economic health of Rio Rancho is good or excellent. So that is a markable increase in positivity. That is markable increase in approval of the way that people feel about the city of Rio Rancho and its economic health. And I think people feel that way because they see a lot of great stuff going on. They see businesses popping up everywhere. And look, there are little things that happen in the flash moment that will impact people when they're filling out these surveys. Last time we talked about this two years ago, We were talking about roads and I said, well, people probably weren't happy with the roads because we had so many of them torn up. So if if you drove through a construction zone, went home and filled this out, you probably didn't rate roads very well, right? But we'll get into that. But in the overall economic health, to see an increase of 17% in positivity rate going from 46 to 63, that's just a heck of an increase. One here that kind of stands out, overall economic health in the 90 percentage is almost 100 percent that's huge yeah overall economic health people have felt that it has been now right now 
people feel have felt that the overall economic health of Rio Rancho has been pretty good. I've always questioned this because when we first took the survey in 2015, we were really struggling with a lot of issues in Rio Rancho. Homes weren't being built anymore. In 2015, we had not started fixing streets yet. Homes were getting repossessed. Yeah, that we were, yes, there was a lot of foreclosures in the city. So I was surprised that in 2015, people actually felt that it was at 94%. Now, that tends to go to people's individual economic feelings. So if they feel economically strong, they kind of rate the city as being strong. But in 2015, it was at 94%. And I'm going to tell you, Derek, it is not easy to improve upon 94%, but we did it. We popped it up to 97%. That's getting pretty close to an A+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> well, on these kind of surveys, anywhere really over like 60% is really oh, good. Yeah. If you're in an elected position and you're getting ratings over 60%, you've got an overwhelmingly strong approval rating, right? And so when you look at these different numbers, we want to break these things down and not make this about who the elected officials are, but we want to bring this down to where people feel as a community, like overall design or layout of residential and commercial areas. That was about 73% in 2015, and we've popped that up 7% to 80% in 2021. So we've been moving in an upward trend there overall feeling of safety. Now, this is something that people have always really felt very good about in Rio Rancho. We've always felt like a safe city. 91% back in 20, 2015. That's where we started off. Right. And once again, when you're in the 90%, it's very hard to improve. <laughs> so you go from 91 to 95%. So it's a 4% increase. So we feel very strong and confident about that, that that's trending in the right direction as well. If you look at the overall history of the surveys, you go 91, 95, 97, 95. When you get up into those high 90s, they're going to pivot around those numbers. So what we want to make sure is that we're maintaining those high levels of quality that we've established in this administration. What's funny is you look at overall quality of the transportation system at 70%, and we don't have a transportation system. Right. That is similar to the national, but when you think about transportation these days, a lot of people are thinking about various different multimodal opportunities, whether it's bike trails, walking trails, sidewalks. Well, and we do have Uber, but we don't have... I don't think we have a taxi company here. No, we don't have a taxi company that I'm aware of. We used to. Rio Rancho Cab used to be up here. But now for some of the people that live in the southern area of the city, there is the ABQ ride that Mm -hmm. services some of the southern end of the city. And then there is a dedicated bus service for senior citizens in the community as well. And so those are the different things that we have in there. And quite frankly, look, when you look at the overall transportation system, we still have a demographic through Rio Rancho. The average age of Rio Rancho is about 36 years old. That's the average age. So when you think about the average age being 36, a lot of 36-year-olds I know have their own car. And so transportation is more about how navigatable are the roads and what's my ease of getting in and out of the city, right? And we're making that better. And this report shows really great, markable progress in those particular areas. So when you look at the various different things, overall opportunities for education, culture, and the arts, Those are still getting high marks in the high 70s. So you can look down through each of these benchmarks and then you go into the various different levels where you start to break them down like quality of life. Mm -hmm. So, and I know you probably have some questions in there, but 
moving into the quality of life features that you'll find on the survey on page 10, it starts to ask people, please rate each of the following aspects of quality of life in Rio Rancho and Rio Rancho as a place to live. Well, it started off in 2015 at 84% and we've bumped that up to 89%. But it stayed within the 80 percentile yes the whole time correct stayed right up there when you're up in these higher numbers they're going to pivot a little bit two or three percent up or down yeah but the idea is to create a baseline for a trend and we're still from 84 to 89 we're trending in the right direction overall quality of life people feel in rio rancho We've moved the needle on that one a little bit from 77% to 83%. Once again, we're bumping that trend line to uh, move things in the right direction. So you have this survey done. Let's say that went from 83% to 63%. Would you then go look and say, what what happened? What are yes. we doing? Yes. We'd have to take a pause, tap the brakes and say, okay, we're doing something wrong here. What are we going to do to figure that out? And look, there are definite places when you look at these things Go look at other cities where they have severe issues with crime, for example, okay? You're going to see these numbers in the low, low 20s and 30s. Because that affects the quality of life big time. Right. And because if the people don't feel safe in the community, there's not a strong sense of quality of life. There's not a strong sense of place and community. People don't feel safe. So they're going to start rating these things on a, a very emotional point of view. And that's what these questions are, is people are rating these things as they feel about the city. And that's what makes these numbers absolutely impressive. I'm very proud of these numbers. These are really a strong achievement. Please indicate how likely or unlikely you are to do each of the following. Recommend living in Rio Rancho to somebody who asks. 88% responded that they would refer somebody. Remain in Rio Rancho for the next five years. 86% said, yep, we'd stay here. Please rate each of the following in the Rio Rancho community. Overall image and reputation, 77% feel that we have a good or excellent positive reputation. And that's up from 68% back in 2015. So we've seen a nice little nine point uptick on that particular area. Governance. This is a big one. Because uh, that's you. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So public information services in 2015, it was 53%. And this is something that we are working on. We have to continue to work on, but 53% and it's at 56%. So clearly this is moving in the right direction, but it's not spiking upward. So we need to work more on public information services. The thing about this, Derek, that I'll just say this is very difficult. Unless I'm putting stuff out on Facebook or unless people are going to the city's website, it's very hard to give information out to people about what's going on in government in the city of Rio Rancho. We've tried various different things. We put it in the newspaper and I have people say, I don't read the newspaper. What's well, on the city's website? Well, I don't go to that website. The city has numerous different Facebook pages and next door pages. Mm -hmm. We have the system called Report Rio Rancho. So we're building these systems and we're trying to make sure that public information on services is out there more and more about what's going on at the swimming pools, what's going on at the libraries, what's going on in local government. This has always been a high priority for me, but really, unless I go door to door and knock on somebody's door and say, hey, did you know this was happening over here? It's very hard to get that information out. Well, and I would like to ask the people that say that they aren't getting the information, 
how they would like to get it because right. it is available and there has to be some degree of personal responsibility. It's there if you go to the city's website. It was in the newspaper. And so what should the city do then to make that information available? I mean, we talk right. a lot about it here, but what do people want? I did a cost estimate the other day on what it would take to mail the whole city and it was like $45,000. So that's a very expensive price. And you have to remember that when we're sending stuff out, that's something that has never been done before. And we can't start it now because you're talking about $45,000, maybe even more, depending on how many pieces of mail you put in there, right? Mm -hmm. To mail the entire city, to mail it out on a single notice for a single event. So you would literally have to do this every day. So if you thought about $45,000 a day to put a mailer out, just to talk about various different things that are going on in the community, it would be devastatingly expensive to do that because some people say, well, $45,000, that doesn't sound like that much. If you had to do it on a daily basis, even it, a weekly basis, even a weekly yeah. basis would be a huge amount of money and understand that money is taxpayer money. So we want to be very careful about how we're doing this. So we're trying to use as many media outlets as we can. So we have the Observer, and I tell people, you really should subscribe to the Observer. Get a copy of the paper. It's got public notices in there. It tells people when we're going to have public meetings. We advertise uh, different things that are going on throughout the community sometimes right. in the paper. And we do what we can, and, and also putting stuff in the Albuquerque media market really doesn't help us because we don't know what media market you're watching. I watch one news station. You watch a different one. Right. So we'd have to buy advertising on every news station to put out maybe some information about whatever. Now, KDSK here, so for the people that are listening to KDSK, they have the inside scoop. because, <laughs> And so we want people to listen to the Mayor Hull Show on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Get it right from the mayor. So yeah. we can tell you what's going on. And look, never before in the city's history have we had a weekly podcast that was put out by the mayor. Never before in the city's history have we used social media the way the city uses social media. Never before in history of the city have we had a report Rio Rancho app where you can actually get the notifications there and you can sign up for the notifications. All you have to do is go on to the city's website, enter in your email address, sign up for the notifications. And anytime something's happened in the city, we're going to send you an email that says, this is happening here. This is happening there. These are the things that we're doing. But you know, here's the interesting thing. So public information services, it was one thing, Overall customer service by Rio Rancho employees. Here's an interesting one. In 2015, this was at 67%. It's up 10% to 77%. And it's trended upwards every time we've done this survey. And once again, for people that are asking questions about various different things, I'm very happy with this because one of the bigger frustrations with people is when they try to call the city and they try to get a service somewhere or get information about something we want to make sure that our employees at the city are providing as much information as possible and as quickly as possible. So seeing our customer service rating go up 10% is fantastic. Especially, I might note, during a pandemic when City Hall was closed. Correct. Yes, this is all information that was done during a pandemic. So if you see a flat line on one of these where there was previous growth, that stagnancy in the scale here might have been because the pandemic, things were a little bit harder to get done. And so we all struggled with new ways of doing things under the lockdown. And I think the city of Rio Rancho did a fantastic job 
of managing this because we came up with creative ways to get building inspections done. We came up with creative ways to make sure that uh, we were moving forward on building streets, helping people get their building permits pulled. And Derek, you saw buildings going up during the pandemic. Know. You know, there was a lot of buildings going up. But one of the questions was here, and I'm very, very proud of this one, because, you know, I've talked about it, talked about it, talked about it, moving Rio Rancho forward, right? The overall direction that Rio Rancho is taking, this was a question, when I took office, only 50% of the public felt like it was moving in the right direction. That has now shifted to 63%. That is really, really great progress. Here's a big one right here that, once again, overall confidence in Rio Rancho government. This is directly at myself and the governing body. So it was at 42% confidence, and we've grown that to 54% confidence. Once again, I remind everybody, this is an ongoing process. You're not going to change these numbers from 42 to 100% overnight. None of these numbers are ever going to be 100%, right? right? But you've got to be implementing policies that show you're moving in the right direction. You're not sinking down. Because there are other cities where these surveys are done and you've watched the ratings go from 60% to 20% in one year. Okay. And what you want is you want a progressive climb that takes you into better numbers. And these numbers are indicators that you're moving in the right direction. This is a tough one because in today's day and age with elected officials being honest is that 40% was where the rating was in 2015. We've moved that up to 58%. So we've taken it over the 50% mark, and that means we're moving in the right direction on that particular issue. Treating residents fairly. This has gone from 44% to 61%. That is a really great jump. Treating residents with respect, 67%. That, once again, really great number. Overall, how would you rate the quality of services provided by each of the following? City of Rio Rancho, 69%, good or excellent, as compared to the federal government at 39%. Okay, so this is really reflective, and this is something I talk about when you talk about local government. When you get into federal government, people see less of what you're doing when you get into higher offices, whether that's the governors, the congressional seats, Senate, you get into those Mm -hmm. seats. And people see less of what you're doing where people where it makes a difference is when people see what's happening in your neighborhood, in your city. That's why when you're the mayor, some of the most important things you can do is fix the infrastructure and make sure the garbage is picked up. Right. And we know that that's one of those things that have been uh, contentious. And so that's the high points of governance. Now, moving on to what's important to people, the economy. Overall economic health of Rio Rancho in 2015, we had a 46% rating. We've moved that up to 63%. Rio Rancho is a place to work. And and look, this is going to be subjective to whether or not you work here. So if you work somewhere else, you probably either didn't answer this question, but for the people that answered this, that do work here, went from 46% to 57%. So that is moving along. Rate each of the following in Rio Rancho as a community overall quality of businesses and service establishments. 49% of the people back in 2015 felt that was good. We've moved that up to 65% because we are adding more and more services to the community as we grow. 
This has been something I've been focused on is bringing businesses to Rio Rancho. Now, Derek, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I think it was about four or five years ago, I was at ICSC in, in Las Vegas. We go to ICSC, which is the International Shopping Center Conference. I travel there. You're basically to, trying to recruit. Recruiting businesses. Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, at the time that I was there, I got meetings with two companies while I was there. The year before, we got a meeting with Chick-fil-A, and then we got Chick-fil-A, right? Mm-hmm. They came to town. And there were two companies in that picture that I specifically went to recruit. One of them was Dunkin' Donuts, and they're here. And the other one, I can't say the name yet, but we're going to announce it real soon. But if you go scan through my Facebook page from years ago, where I took a picture with two different companies, the second company is on its way in the door. We're excited about that and stay tuned and we'll be doing announcements real soon. Now Ca- it's funny here, just real quick, uh, uh, the vibrancy of the downtown commercial area. <laughs> yeah, well, well, of course that's only 27, which is up from 16%, right. that, but 27%. Right. Of course we don't have a downtown area. <laughs> Not to speak of, yeah. but I, I expect this number to spike way up, maybe 10, 15 points in the next survey, because now we do have the campus park with the amphitheater down mm-hmm. there. And if anybody enjoyed that on the 4th of July, then the next time the survey comes out, if you've been to that, you're going to rate that much higher. Yeah. So we're starting to really pour a lot into the vibrancy of the downtown commercial area. And another component that's been added to the downtown area, Rio Rancho City Center, is the new Senior Center, which will be opening that coming up here in September. And it's already been scheduled. And we will talk about that next week. We'll be doing the ribbon cutting and grand opening of the of the senior center at City Center. So that's great. Okay. Employment opportunities. Obviously, Intel's helped with that a lot. Right. But did that happen while this survey was being done? It okay. did. In NTX Bio, there were a lot of job announcements during the time this was being done. So look, and this is something we've struggled with, and I know it's something that we're continuing to work on. Employment opportunities in 2015 is at 24%. Now it's jumped to to 36%. Once again, we're moving in the right direction, but a lot of work still needs to be done in getting job creators here in Rio Rancho. If people in Northern Meadows took this survey, shopping opportunities are not going to be real good for them. No, no, exactly. Whereas if you were in Chanted Hills and you filled this out, you probably felt your shopping opportunities were pretty good. So in this particular case, this is kind of a flat line. 43% a few years ago, 41%. This is fluxing around that 43, 42% as we continue to add opportunities to the community. But this is an area where this is going to be a struggle to make a real difference in this area because there's just so many retailers that aren't building brick and mortar locations anymore. They're doing all their business on the internet. Employment opportunities, shopping opportunities, cost of living. 49% felt that it was good back in 2015, Mm -hmm. and that's bumped up to 62%. So that is a fair increase and an appropriate trend moving in a good direction where people feel the cost of living is is good. And it is good because we've talked about this as well, Derek, is that right now Rio Rancho rates about 5% lower than the national average for cost of living is to compare to like San Diego or San Francisco where they're 190% of the national average. So we're being below the national average means we're still getting great value for the house that we're getting. And then here's one. When you take those, the next thing, overall economic development. Well, in 2015, people, only 35% of the people felt we were doing a good job in economic development. That's bumped up to 49%. And once again, that's going to be a perspective of 
have you seen new opportunities, whether it be employment, that's going to be tied to that employment until we see more employers coming into the community. This is going to be a slow, gradual climb. But once again, we're one point short of 50 percent. And once we climb past that 50 percent mark, we are really moving in the right direction. We're moving in the right direction altogether. Now, the next category was mobility. Once again, this is going to be subjective to how people feel they can get around and so on and so forth. Now, one thing that really impacts us because we found this out is if we're doing a lot of road work and people get tied up in it, they're not going to rate this well at all. So traffic flow on major streets is at 51%. And that's bebopped from 54. In 2019, that dropped to 42. Now, mind you, we had some major road construction in 2019. We had Southern Boulevard torn up. So that dropped to 42%. And we spiked it from 42 back up to 51. So we moved it back in the right direction after 2019 so i feel confident that once again we're trending in the right way because we're seeing while we're fixing roads that impedes your ability to get around so traffic flow on major streets really gets backed up but there's other things here that say people feel that things are going in the right direction ease of travel by car once again this is impacted by road construction getting in and out of different areas 59 percent there you talk about traffic flow, please rate the quality of each of the following. Here's an interesting one, and it just shows you we're asking all kinds of questions everywhere. Back in 2015, only 35% of the people really appreciated the traffic signal timing, okay? Well, this year that popped up to 59%. So apparently we're doing something right with traffic signal (laughs) timing. I think it has to do with those flashing yellow lefts, okay? The people can actually go ahead and make a left on those flashing yellows and there's nobody coming. So one of the things that we got good marks on back in 2015 was only at 34 percent and it's popped up to 53 percent is street cleaning. Street lighting, people feel that street lighting is being handled much better from 35 percent to 52 percent. Snow removal got excellent marks that went from 35 percent up to 47 percent. So those were good marks because really if there's one thing that people get frustrated with is when it snows. And then street repair, this is one where we knew it was going to be a slow climb, but it's something we're focused on. Once again, if you go to the Mayor Hull show, it's a podcast. There's one that says Mayor Hull talks roads. We're a very spread out city. So if you live in Enchanted Hills, you don't know what's going on over Northern Meadows. And if you live in Northern Meadows, you don't know what's going on in Rivers Edge 1, 2, and 3. Okay. And if you live in Cabazon, you don't know what's going on in Enchanted Hills or Rivers Edge 1, 2, or 3 or Northern Meadows. So there's road repairs going on throughout the city. And I ask everybody, if you haven't heard that show, go to my podcast, listen to that, and you'll get a full list of the roads that we have been fixing. But street repair has gone from 26% to 32%. And once again, this is something we're going to continue to work on. We're going to continue to press along. I have been laser focused on getting money for road repairs. And you remember in 2015, we had not yet put the road bond out there. So we did not have money to fix roads. We had money for potholes, but we weren't doing crack patch and we weren't doing major reconstructions. So you know what I think the street repair, why it's so low, because obviously people can see you're repairing the streets, but you're not repairing the street my house is on. And I think a lot of people are seeing. And that could very well be. When are you going to fix my street? Right. And that could very well be. And we're working through them. You know, Derek, it's that whole thing. How do you eat an elephant? Yep. One bite at a time. So moving on down to community design, people gave us high marks in community design, overall design of residential and commercial areas. 
51%. Those are decent marks there, up from 48%. So we're trending in the right direction. Your neighborhood as a place to live, that has always been in the high 70s, low 80s. So we went from 83% to 84%. And then, of course, you know, there may be something that people say, well, I wish I had this or I wish I had that in a community design. I know in certain areas of Rio Rancho, there are places that we need more parks. Then there are areas where there just aren't good parks because we originally took this approach of centralized parks like High Resort Complex and the North Sports okay. Complex, Haynes Park, these very large centralized parks. Even Cabazon Park is a larger centralized park, but there are areas that don't have parks like this and they want to see those things in there. So overall, People would like to see some of these things happening. But see, parks are interesting because that costs money. Now, that's a, a choice that we may choose to make that we want to park, but you have to also increase the budget Correct. to do that. Correct. Every time you take on a new park, you take on new reoccurring expenses. And you know, as soon as you, you reach certain capacities, you have to hire more people to go right. out and take care of those things. So then you have to tell people, we have to raise your taxes to pay for the, and maybe we choose to do that because of a quality of life. It parks a quality of life issue. Right, right. And that's something we'll be talking about coming up in the next election cycle, is that there will be, once again, in the next election cycle, there will be the opportunity to continue the road bond. There'll be the opportunity to continue the public safety bond. And then there will be the opportunity to vote on a no tax increase quality of life bond that'll help us start addressing some of these issues. So we'll see what the voters have to say about that. But we'll talk more about that as we get closer to March, because we do have a municipal election coming up on March 1st. And there's a lot of time and we'll be putting out a lot of information about the public safety, the streets and so on and so forth. Here's one that when you talk about going into utilities, the uh, overall quality of the utility infrastructure, 58%. That's a strong number right there, considering when I took office, the number one thing was people just really didn't like the roads. And we had thousands and thousands and thousands of leaking water lines underneath the streets. So utilities are very important to the citizens of Rio Rancho, and they are very tuned in. So for us, it's more about the water utility and the sewer because those are city services. Here's one. Once again, the city has no control over it. And this is a discussion that's gone back and forth, but affordable high-speed internet access. Only 47% rate this in a good place. And there is a big discussion out there of why doesn't Xfinity come to Rio Rancho? Well, that's a decision Xfinity is going to have to make. Rio Rancho is not saying they can't come, is that they just haven't decided to make an investment here yet. Garbage collection, people rated that at 79%. That stayed about the same throughout the last eight years that we've done this survey. Drinking water, that's gone from 54% to 64%, so we're trending in the right direction there on the availability and quality of drinking water. Sewer services, people feel that that's gone from 65 to 74%. That's been trending on a straight line going up, so we're doing good work there. Stormwater management, in 2015, people felt that this wasn't really being managed well, 50%. Once again, we don't have any control over this. Power, electric, or gas, 80% feel that it's it's adequate. Utility billing has gone from 46% to 64%, so people feel that we're moving in the right direction. And then here's the big category. This is the one that we really, really, really focus on because this is set aside the roads, set aside the utilities, set aside parks, set aside all things. People want to feel safe, period, period. And that always has to be a top priority. 
And I have worked very hard to make sure that we have always appropriately funded safety in the community, whether it's police or fire, EMS services. Those are the services that people are very concerned about is do you feel safe? So public safety is often the most important task facing local governments. All residents should feel safe and secure in their neighborhoods and the greater community and providing robust safety related services is essential to residents and quality of life. So I'm going to go through some of these a little bit more closely. Please rate each of the following characteristics as they relate to Rio Rancho as a whole. Overall feeling of safety. Okay. We are at 82%. That is a really, really great number. Really great number. 82%. Now that has maintained itself from when I took office at 83%. There was a dip at 77, went to 82 and it stayed at 82. So this is staying up in that area. It's going to always be hard to move this number in an upward direction because 82%, if you've got 82% of your citizenry that's feeling safe, then you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. So you want to, we're going to try to maintain that. Please rate how safe or unsafe you feel. Okay. And the percentages shown here are either very or somewhat safe. So how do you feel safe in your neighborhood during the day? Okay. This is just an unheard of number, but we're at 93%, 93%. And that has maintained well from 91% in 2015. So we ticked upward 2% over the eight year period. And there were fluctuations went from 91 to 93 to 95 and 93. So we're up there in those high nineties. How safe do you feel in say like the commercial areas? 86%. That's a strong number. That is a really strong number. And and that's a consistent number with where it was in 2015. So we're maintaining strong levels there. Please rate the quality of each of the following services in Rio Rancho. Police services, 84% feel really good about their police services. Crime prevention in Rio Rancho, 71%. Animal resources or animal control. This is a big jump for us because this is an area that I have focused on. And it's, once again, a lot of work to be done here. We're going to continue to work. But this number was at 57% in 2015, and it is now at 74%. That is a huge jump. That means people are seeing that we're moving in the right direction. Ambulance and emergency medical services are at 88%. Those are always going to float high in those numbers. We've seen those as high as 92%. So we're still up there. Fire services are at 94%. Fire prevention and education, 76%. And emergency preparedness, people feel that we're at about 66% on there. The next category, I'll let people kind of go through that. Natural environment, where people feel we are on the uh, natural environment, but we received really strong ratings. uh, Overall quality of natural environment, 71%. Cleanliness of the city, 72%. So we've seen that. I'll let people kind of go through that. Parks and recreation, overall quality of parks and recreation opportunities rated at 73%. That's excellent. Availability of paths and walking trails, 58%. We're still working on that, but up from 47% in 2015. So we're seeing some good upticks. Fitness opportunities. This is an interesting one because it's gone from 53% to 60%. But, man, we've got a lot of gyms in the city. We do. (laughs) we got a lot of gyms in the city. And they're building more. Yeah. 
And look, here was one where recreational opportunities dipped from 55% at the last survey to 45%. And I think this was pandemic driven because people were locked up. There were not a lot of activities. There were not a lot of opportunities. We had the libraries closed down. The aquatic centers were closed down. So this was bound to take a down tick in a COVID environment. So as we emerge out of COVID, we're going to continue to push that up. But city parks are still rated at 76%. And recreation centers or facilities are up there at 60%. Those are all increased numbers. Health and wellness, people are rating still very high there. Overall health and wellness opportunities, 66%. We're seeing some good stuff there. Health services in the city. This is interesting. We've gone from 64% to 72%. And this is really interesting considering we're a population of 100,000 people with two state-of-the-art hospitals, right? And then it feels like there are healthcare clinics all over the city. Mm, yeah. I mean, you know, there's the Presbyterian on High Resort. There's the Presbyterian up in Enchanted Hills. There's After Hour Pediatrics that's down in Cabazon. I mean, really driving around, there's actually a lot of health services throughout the community. And people feel their overall health, because this was please rate your overall health, 68% felt like their overall health was good. So there's other areas here, inclusivity and engagement. Those are all getting higher marks. And as we look through all these various different areas, this is a long survey because there's a lot of data to be captured here. So I would encourage everybody to go out to the city's website and look at this report. We also did some custom questions where we asked how likely or unlikely would you be to vote in favor of each of the following if there was no property taxes, the continuance of the general obligation bond to fund roadway improvements? That got huge marks at 88%. If we don't raise people's taxes, they're willing to just keep on the same program. That means we're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we moved into the 88% on the geo bond to continue to fund public safety facilities, vehicles, and equipment. So this is funding our police departments. This is funding our fire departments. 88% are likely to continue that as long as there is no tax increase. And then establishing a quality of life bond, this hit at 81%. Uh, As long as there wasn't a tax increase, people were good with it. And uh, then we asked, okay, if we increased your taxes, 25 bucks, 50 bucks, 75, those fell off exponentially. (laughs) And then there was once again, a question that was put out to the people. And you and I've talked about this. This is going to be an item that'll be on the ballot next year is that we talked about whether or not the municipal judge should be required to have a law degree. So this was a question that we asked in the survey. This one here was substantial. This was 90% felt like the municipal judge should have a law degree. And so that was pretty big. I think that was the biggest number we've ever seen saying, hey, we think this is the way this should be. So in this particular case, you had 90% saying, yeah, we think this is what should happen. So that'll be an item that'll be on the ballot in March. And then if you get into this, there's a table on here that says national benchmark tables. And then there's also in the back, as you scroll through it, there were non-statistical areas of this question area. There was a section in the back where we allowed people to take this survey if they wanted to on the internet. And so you could go onto the website and you could actually fill this survey out. There is a non-statistical portion of this because we didn't have the controls in place, Derek. If you went on the internet and you filled this out on the internet, we couldn't include it in the statistical data 
because there were controls in place to make sure that only Rio Rancho residents were answering the questions. So when you open it up to an open internet access, anybody could have been filling that out, right? You live in Detroit and fill it out. Correct. So unfortunately, that couldn't be included. But if you look at it, the numbers lined up about the same. So there was not a big fluctuation, but that's what the back numbers are about. And so people can kind of take a look at that and go from there. So that's the national community survey that we've done. Like I said, this is the fourth cycle that we've done it. We do it every two years, just in front of an election cycle to make sure that we're working on the things that are important to the citizens of Rio Rancho. And we'll continue to plug along But I can tell you right now, I'm very proud of the work that we've accomplished. I'm very proud of the direction as a whole that the city is taking. We're moving in the right direction. We're on a roll. We're getting some stuff done, as I like to say. And I have to throw kudos out to the governing body. I have to throw kudos out to staff and all the people that work for the city of Rio Rancho. And that includes people from Parks and Rec, our lifeguards at the swimming pool, the folks that are sweeping the roads, the people that are fixing the cracks in the road, the people that are repaving the roads, the public works people that go out in the middle of the night to fix a water main break. And of course, our police and fire and first responders, our dispatchers, all of the people that come together to make Rio Rancho the great community that it is. So I'm very proud to be the mayor of a city that is showing such positive results as we're moving forward. So Derek, I know this has been a long session, but I wanted to get it out there and I want to encourage people to go out to the city's website, take a look at the survey for yourself, look at the results, get the benchmarks so you can understand how we came up with the numbers we came up with. But I'm very excited about these numbers and uh, they're very positive and the citizens are affirming the direction that we're going. I'm talking with Mayor Greg Hull of Rio Rancho. Mayor, thank you. Thank you. And Derek, and once again, if you didn't catch this show, we'll be putting this up on our podcast. The podcast is the Mayor Greg Hull podcast, and you can go out and find that and just search that on Google. And with that, Derek, I'm going to wish everybody an amazing Sunday. Go out there, make it a great day, and God bless.